You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 288, When Kids Start Dating. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Are you ready to transform your mindset and become the mom you've always wanted to be? Join me this week for Mama Mindset Makeover, a transformative three day workshop where we'll uncover those sneaky, hidden beliefs that may be holding you back without you even realizing it. In episode 193, I had the privilege of interviewing Lindsay, a client of mine who came to me feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, constantly caught in a cycle of anger and yelling. Together, we uncovered a deeply ingrained belief from her childhood, I don't matter. So when her kids wouldn't show appreciation or listen the first time, she saw that as confirmation of her belief and thought, see, it's true, I don't matter. Through our work, Lindsay began to challenge this belief, gradually shifting towards a new empowering mindset. I like myself and I do matter. As she embraced this new perspective, she found herself approaching parenting challenges with more calmness and confidence rather than taking things personally and reacting with anger. Transformations like this are why I'm so excited to invite you to join this workshop. It starts today, February 13th, but there's still time to register. Even if you miss a day, the insights you gain will be invaluable. Plus, it's completely free. I'm also reopening my Damn Good Mama group soon. And on day three of the workshop, I'll be answering all your questions about it. Don't miss out on this opportunity for growth and connection. Sign up now at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash makeover. So the day after this episode airs, it's Valentine's Day. And in the past, around this time of year, I've done episodes like 132 called Loving Yourself, which talked about what keeps people from loving themselves and steps to increase your own self-love. Episode 182 was called Loving Your Child Unconditionally. And episode 236 called Getting to Love was about how to cultivate the feeling of love in any situation. I'll link to all three episodes in today's show notes. A few weeks ago in my Damn Good Mama group, The topic of kids and romance came up when one mom shared that her 15-year-old daughter was about to go on her first date, and she admitted feeling a bit unsure about it all. So I asked her about her concerns. She said she wondered, when is it appropriate for kids to start dating? And what if the boy tries to do something inappropriate? That got me thinking, this could be a great topic for this Valentine's Day edition of the podcast. So if your kids are starting to dip their toes into the dating pool, Don't hit the panic button just yet because I'm going to give you the lowdown on what you need to know and how to handle it all without losing your cool or damaging your relationship with your kids. First, let's talk about timing. Experts say that kids often have their first crush when they're five or six years old. They might come home from school and announce that they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or that they got married at recess. I vividly remember chasing Josh Weinstein around the playground in first grade, and I had a mad crush on Jeff Kalish, too. While your first instinct might be to laugh it off or dismiss it, 
you want to try and show interest and be supportive. Even at a young age, if kids sense that you don't take them seriously, they might conclude that they can't talk to you about certain issues. You can ask them about what they like about this person or what it means to be a girlfriend or boyfriend. These early crushes are usually short-lived or one-sided, so there may be some hurt feelings. But hey, these are all opportunities for discussions and showing your child support. Now, when it comes to when kids start dating, the American Academy of Pediatrics says it's around 12 and a half for girls and 13 and a half for boys on average. But everyone's different. Some kids are more mature and ready at an early age, while others show zero interest and wait until much later. Tweens tend to hang out in groups at the movies, the mall, or the park, rather than going on -on one-on-one dates. And while there's no magic number, some pediatricians suggest waiting until 16 before diving into the world of one-on-one dating. So it's a good idea to start having regular conversations with your kids about dating prior to middle school since that's a time when kids' bodies start to change, their hormones kick in, and they may start developing romantic interests and curiosity about relationships. Starting these conversations early establishes open communication and provides guidance before they encounter more complex dating situations. But if your kids are already in middle school, high school, or even college, you haven't missed the boat. These conversations can be beneficial at any age. You'll want to be very curious and ask questions to understand their perspective rather than laying down strict rules or launching into a lecture on the dangers of dating. So some of the questions you could ask are, what does it mean to have a crush on someone? What does dating mean to you? What qualities will you look for in a romantic partner? How do you know if someone likes you back? What if they don't like you back? What if someone likes you and you don't like them back? How will you handle it? What are your thoughts on showing affection, like holding hands or hugging? At what age do you think it's okay to start dating? How will you know you're ready to kiss someone? What would you do if someone tried to pressure you into kissing or doing something you're not comfortable with? And how can you tell if a relationship is healthy? Asking all these questions at once might overwhelm your child, so expect to have several conversations over time as they get older and gain some dating experience. As uncomfortable as it might be for you, or as much as it makes your child squirm, calm and open communication about these issues helps kids feel safe, making it more likely that they'll come to you with questions or for advice and support. You'll feel better knowing you've had these conversations too, I promise. Set up a few ground rules and boundaries to keep your kids safe while still giving them the freedom to date. For example, you might have a rule that you need to meet your child's date and or their parents beforehand. You might have guidelines about how much older or younger the person can be. You might have rules about where they go, what time they come home, and what they share through text and social media. The key is to really understand your values, what you believe in and why, and make sure you like your reasons. For example, if you've set a rule like no dating until you're 16, take some time to dig into why. Is it because that's when you started dating? or because you're concerned about outside judgment if you allow it earlier? Instead of relying on arbitrary reasons, tailor your approach based on each child's individual maturity level and needs and try to create the rules together. So what if you meet your child's date and you don't like him or her? First, think about why you feel that way. Is it something specific about the date's behavior? Or is it more about your own worries or preferences? 
Once you're clear about that, if you're still concerned, you can talk to your child, but without coming across as judgmental or controlling. You don't want to say things like, I don't know what you see in them. You can do better. Or I don't want you seeing them anymore. Instead, say things like, I've noticed some behavior from your date that worries me a bit. Can we talk about it? Or I know you really like your date and I support you in that, but there are a few things that have been bothering me. Would you be open to hearing them? Now anticipate that they might become defensive and aim to stay calm. Your kids don't want you to rain on their parade, so say your piece gently and then back off. But continue to keep an eye on things as the relationship progresses and have follow-up conversations if needed. Often kids need to experience heartbreak and relationships that aren't great to be able to find and appreciate the ones that are. Ultimately, your kids will make their own decisions. It's similar to teaching them to drive. Once they've learned, you have to release control and let them navigate the road on their own. I know that can feel scary, but letting your kids know you have trust in their ability to make good choices can go a long way in fostering their confidence and independence. Recently, my older daughter went on a first date and she shared with me that she made her boundaries clear right from the start. Upon arriving, she told her date up front, even if this date goes really well, I don't want you to try to kiss me at the end. He respected her wishes and she mentioned that if he hadn't, she would have come home. I'm so impressed with her. So the last thing I want to mention is that the way you think about your kids dating is super important. My client, who inspired this episode, expressed to me, this is a really big deal. When I asked her how she felt when she thought that, she confessed, I feel overwhelmed and pressured to have all the right answers. I then asked how she envisioned spending her time while her daughter was on the date, if she felt overwhelmed, anxious, and pressured. She admitted, I'll probably be obsessing about what they're doing the entire time. So I posed another question. What if it's not a big deal? What if it's just two kids going to a movie together? Reflecting on her own dating history, she mentioned that her first experience was after high school, which ultimately led to her marriage, and that sometimes she wishes she had explored dating earlier. She expressed excitement for her daughter to have the experiences she missed out on. When I asked how she felt when she thought about that, she said, excited and more relaxed. I then questioned how she would behave differently in a state of excitement and relaxation. And she said, I'd be my normal self, just like I am with her other friends and have a casual interaction with him. And if her daughter is anxious about the date, she can be calm and supportive rather than feeling anxious too. Like my client discovered, viewing your kids dating as a big deal can lead to unnecessary stress and pressure. By reframing it as a natural and exciting part of growing up, you can approach it with confidence and ease. As a life coach, I'm here to support you in embracing these types of shifts in your mindset and navigating the challenges of parenting with grace. Come join me in the Mama Mindset Makeover this week and discover the power of your thoughts to shape your reality. All right, Mama, happy Valentine's Day, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini 
and sign up now.